The Hard Shoulder on News Talk with the all new Nissan Juke, the coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan, innovation that excites. Well, on related issue on our consumer corner, we want to talk about remote working. As you've heard there, uh, the state have just announced a new, uh, I suppose you call it a self-isolating two-week payment, which is more than the disability benefit. The six-day condition will be dropped. Um, what else do people working from home need to know, uh, Sinead? Um Good evening, Ivan. Uh, Well, of course, uh, self-isolating is a kind of a scary thing, I think, for a lot of prospects. But, you know, let's not forget that effectively just means working from home for a lot of people. And 200,000 Irish people already work from home uh, or a remote hub. Uh, CSO figures, the last set of figures show that 18% of us work at least one or two days from home. And I'm one of them. I've been self-isolating for the last 20 years. You only get out to come in to see yourself. Uh, So I thought I'd kind of come up with tips for people who uh, have to do this for the first time and it's absolutely freaking freaking them out because they just can't bear to be without their colleagues. Uh, So for the vast majority of people, look, what you're going to need is for a lot of jobs is a a decent laptop, excellent broadband and a dedicated workspace. Now, broadband, of course, is not even throughout the country. uh, So that's going to be a challenge for some people. But you know what? Uh, There's an awful lot that you can do to get on with it. And I would, you know, recommend being... You have to be kind of self-disciplined when you're working from home and when you're kind of stuck at, stuck at home because the temptation is to want to get out and do different things. So that's the first thing. But it's about just setting up your systems. So your Skype or your FaceTime, whatever you're going to conduct meetings with, uh, whether you're going to have to now integrate with customers, how you're going to do that without uh, having to physically go out and meet them. Now, there's a lot of support out there because this homeworking has taken away so much. I, I had a couple of them on my show on the home show uh, from growremote.ie which is a fantastic organisation that brings like-minded people together online to talk about uh, the same issues and maybe feed off each other and a little bit of networking. Abadoo.com is another one and uh, Skillnet Ireland which is the government um, uh crowd, they have set up training courses uh, for people, for home workers and companies who are making that transition across. So, uh, I mean, can people uh, receive any state support in terms of if they have additional costs in setting up, uh, maybe you have to get different insurance or uh, different broadband costs. You may need, you know, to boost your broadband. Uh, you might need, you know, to get a satellite, a special contract in. For in sure. other words, to be able to work from home if the signal is too weak. I mean, is there any supports out there for to support remote working? Well, the LEOs, the local enterprise offices, are very good at offering, at, at least knowing whatever supports are there and, and organising them from you. The problem, of course, with the moment with the coronavirus is that it's unplanned. So this is not something people had sat down over a couple of months and decided to do. It's going to be thrust upon them. So trying to get supports in the short term will be difficult. Now, when the details, proper details merge of that support payment from from the department, that will be very, very welcome for most people because illness benefit, which is the state payment, normally doesn't impact for six days. You, you have to wait before you can apply for it. And that's really hard for people who get paid weekly, well, that's been for dropped instance. Now, and yes. that, so dropping that is great news. Uh, in terms of uh, taxation and, and other types of support. Now, listen, there's a lot of when you're self-employed, you can write things off against tax in terms of capital expenditure. 
so fitting out your office, buying your supplies, uh, even things like heat and light that you're using at home. Uh, So there may be a derogation that's available for people for the time that they're doing that. I would say about insurance, and and this is quite important, if you're just going to work at your kitchen table and with a laptop, that's absolutely fine. There's no change there. But now, if you do the kind of job where people are going to be calling to the door or you're manufacturing something and you're taking that home now to do it because of this, uh, you need to ring your insurance company, your home insurer, because you your policy will not cover that. Uh, so what you don't want to do is take lock, stock and barrel back to your home that would have been in the office and start maybe, you know, packing boxes and stuffing envelopes and all that kind of thing. That would be something that you have to be concerned about. So so I would give them a call for sure. Now, the Tornisha there alluded to the fact that the state is going to introduce this from the get-go, 300 odd euros a week uh, for people uh, who are self-isolating. But he said that he was going to have a conversation with employers. Um, what, what What's your understanding of where employers are at in terms of them stepping up to the plate? And then there's the particular difficulties of the self-employed. Yeah, I look, this is going to come down to size. We've seen Google, Twitter, indeed, massive global companies being able to send their workers home and say, listen, just do your best, work from home, have your meetings, whatever. When it, that's fine. There are massive companies and they can absorb it, as will kind of the banks and the civil service and all that kind of thing. The problem is going to be for the SMEs, you know, that the small engineering firm that employs four people or uh, shop workers that, that are in minimum wage, that's going to be incredibly difficult for um, employers. I, I know somebody came out recently from the Restaurants uh, Association and saying, listen, we can send our staff home. We'll do our best to pay them. But that's so expensive the longer this goes on. So I do feel for employers here uh, at, at least as much as I do for the, for the workers that are going to be sent home. I, I don't know that you can make them, Ivan. I, it's very hard just for the government to come out. It's all very well for them. But to, to come out to small businesses and say, listen, you have to take the hit if you're sending your people home. Well, it's home. even worse than that because if you, if you eventually end up in a Lombardy type situation where people are just told to close uh, their lockdown. museum, exactly Absolutely. then they, they'll have no revenue coming in. Absolutely. And, and I mean, businesses are going to close down over this. There's no doubt about it. We saw um, uh, an airline going into administration there last week, Flybe. There'll be others, I have no doubt, uh, along with travel agents, people who are immediately affected. And then, like you said, tourist hotspots, theatres and cafes and all that kind of thing. It it really is. We'll, we'll, We'll have to see how that plays out. All right, Sinead Ryan, a presenter of The Home Show here on Saturdays and in our Consumer Corner, explaining some of the practical aspects of remote working. 